Hey guys, it's the Magic Mirror. Thank you for tuning in once again. Today I'm going to talk to you about my experience with working with the inner child, walking her through the process of emotional turmoil and facing each trigger head on without really reacting or giving it too much attention, but instead just gently walking her through the process. For those of you that watched my podcast last week, (laughs) thank you so much for bearing with me with the sound. I know that it was pretty rough to listen to, and I appreciate you for still tuning in. Um, This week, it definitely should sound a lot better. I'm in the process of ordering a microphone, so I know it's not perfect yet, but just please bear with me. (laughs) I hope you guys are all having a great week. Happy Monday. Let's start this Monday off with a fresh slate, um, getting off on the right track with a positive mindset and the determination to just face our goals head on making small changes every single day just to align ourselves with the best versions of ourselves that's really what it's about is just taking those small steps that are going to lead you to your goals like every single day you should be working towards something and even some days it could even just be healing and working with your inner child or working on your breathing techniques stretching, whatever it is, just do something for yourself today. Check in with your emotions. That's always a good one because it's all going to help you in the end. But on that note, I really wanted to share my experience with working with the inner child this this last weekend. So little story about what's going on in my current life. Um, My sister cut me out of her life entirely because she is facing her childhood trauma and she has a lot of resentment towards me for for how I treated her during our childhood. So when I was about like 10 years old, um, I would bully her a lot. I was pretty mean to her. Uh, My parents treated her so much better than they treated me. They like loved her and worshipped her. So as a child, I got pretty jealous about, about that and I was mean to her. I tore her apart. And so she's going through her own journey of healing. And so that requires her cutting me out. Well, as a result, it triggered me. Like, I really, really even felt betrayed. Even though I have this, like, higher awareness that she is doing this because she's healing. She's on her own journey. And that's what is required of her. But even with having that awareness, I can still feel that wounded inner child feeling really hurt by it. Like, I was devastated when she cut me out. It's already been like a month and a half. Like, literally, I just feel like I was betrayed. I just was like so heartbroken and I just like was so angry that she did that. Like, I just wanted to like, I was just so mad. I wanted to like yell at her and fight with her and I just couldn't believe that she would do that to me after everything she did, after everything that I've done for her, like, I just so upset about it, but then I always have the awareness, like, okay, she's just on her own journey, but the thing is, is that you can have two different perspectives on a situation like that, so you have your higher state of awareness, but you also have that wounded aspect of yourself that still feels hurt by the situation, and that's usually that child within. And so we haven't spoken to each other in a month. Um, Last week I was at my parents' house and she saw me there with my son 
and I was in the bathroom and I heard her like yell at my dad like, ah, why didn't you tell me that she was going to be there? I don't want to see her. Next time that she comes over, you need to tell me so I can make sure I'm not home. And that's what really shattered my heart. It just like broke me down and I just wanted to like lash out on her. But of course, like I had the awareness like that I needed to just talk myself through it. So I just placed my hand on my heart. I felt my feet on the floor and I started just kind of moving my toes and I started focusing on my breath instead of just immediately reacting. Instead of just reacting on that anger and lashing out on her, I just started tuning into my to my body and just really soaked in how I was feeling, just tuning into that, giving myself the space to feel the way that I was, to feel triggered but also having the awareness that I was triggered and there's this whole emotional turmoil that's surfacing. And then I walked out and I just kind of pretended that she didn't exist because that's what she wants from me right now. And I was really proud of myself for not giving in to the anger, not giving in to the emotional turmoil and lashing out on her, but instead just accepting it for what it is. And that was a huge level up for me because I was always the kind of person that would lash out, especially when it came out to came with my family. Like I was always the one I'm, I'm a fire sign. So I have a lot of fire within me and I was always so quick, quick tempered. So that was a huge step up in my awareness and just evolving closer and aligning with my higher self. But this weekend it got really intense. So I asked my parents to watch Titus for the first time because I really just needed a break. I really just needed to focus on myself and just have that alone time. And on Saturday, they watched him on Sunday. I felt like I didn't want Ariana to see Titus. If I was not going to be present, she was not going to be able to see him. Like, there's just no way. And... I recognized that that was me being petty and then I like explored the pettiness and realized like okay that's still that wounded inner child that is feeling this pettiness that's still holding on to this anger because of how much she's hurt and I asked my mom if she was going to be there well Titus was there and she said no and I felt better and then Sunday came along I immediately woke up to a text message saying Ariana's going to be there while Titus is there I know you don't want really want her to, but it is what it is. And that triggered me so much. Like, I felt so off. Like, I felt like I just wasn't really there. I wasn't present at all. I was just lost in my head and had all these, like, racing thoughts. And, of course, like, one of the thoughts was, I'm not going to allow Titus to go anymore. Like, no, she's not going to see him. If she's not going to have me in her life, then she doesn't get to see Titus. Like, that's just unfair. And I was thrown off for about like 30 minutes. It was pretty recognizable. My boyfriend was just like, are you okay? Like, you seem really weird. You seem out of it. Like, I just like, it was just, I just kept like drifting off into my headspace. And I lay down on the bed and I just heard all these thoughts like, okay, tell, tell your mom that Titus can't come over anymore. Like, I just heard, like, these racing, like, demanding, like, critical thoughts just, like, yelling at me. And I know you know what I'm talking about when you have your ego that's triggered and it's just, like, telling you not to do these things or it's telling you to react. It's telling you to be mad. It's telling you to behave a certain way. 
And then you still have that like calming voice, the voice of your intuition, like gently nudging you and reassuring you that it's okay and don't give in to that thought. But instead, I just, I just listened to the demanding, angry voices. I went, I like entered the state of awareness and I just observed myself becoming triggered. I observed the thoughts that were racing. I observed the way that I wanted to behave. I observed the way that I like pictured what it would feel like if I told my mom that Titus couldn't go anymore. I just really just state like just thought about it and I walked myself through it and I decided to be that parent for myself and I was just like okay Ciara and I took a deep breath in I know that you're feeling really hurt right now it hurts that she cut you out of her life it hurts that she wants nothing to do with you especially when you had a brand new baby but Her inner child is hurt. Her inner child is hurting your inner child. It's a mere situation here. She's responding this way. She's reacting this way because she's wounded. And this is her journey. It's okay that she feels this way. And it's okay that you're feeling this way. It's okay that you're feeling hurt. But let's just let it go. Everything is okay. You need this time off. You need a break from Titus. It's going to help you be a better mother if you can have some time to yourself. And just walking myself through the process of how I was feeling really just, it just felt like I was just loving myself. Like that is what loving yourself is, is just being that nurturing, supportive, like, best friend, parent, lover, whatever role that you embody, that's like that's what loving yourself is. Because you really don't need anybody else outside of yourself. Yes, it's so beneficial. Yes, it's so helpful to have someone to talk to, to communicate with, but you have all the tools within you. And once you detach from all your relationships, and develop this relationship with yourself, this deep love for yourself, you become invincible. Because say you're dependent on another being and they die, your whole being will be destroyed, your foundation because you're reliant on another person, which is why it's so critical to develop this relationship with yourself, to work with the inner child, especially if you're struggling with mental illness, if you're struggling with anxiety, if you're struggling with bipolar disorder, if you're struggling with depression, whatever it may be, connect to that child within. Acknowledge the way that you're feeling. Give yourself the space. Give yourself the grace to just be, to just feel. Feeling is what makes us human. It's okay to feel. Especially when you're triggered. Your triggers are an indicator that there are wounds within you. Your triggers are your teachers. Shedding awareness, shedding light on the wounds that still exist within you. So to take it one step deeper, 
I really had to explore the roots behind why I was so triggered at my sister cutting me out of her life. And I realized it was because I was really upset because she never really treated me with a level of respect. She always actually lashed out on me. She treated me pretty poorly sometimes. And there's no shame. I have no hard feelings against her because I realize I'm able to understand and have that awareness that she treats me that way because of the way that I treated her when she was a child and she's still lashing out on me. Although I have an understanding of why she treats me that way, I realize that it's not okay. It's not acceptable behavior. And this was triggering me to realize how stupid I felt for allowing her to treat me this way. How stupid I felt for not being strong enough to cut her out myself. To be strong enough to stand up for myself. And I felt so much shame behind that because she beat me to it. I knew I had to cut her out. I knew I had to give myself space from her, but I loved her so much that I did not know how to do it. And she knows that. She knows how much I love her. She knows how much that I've tried to talk to her about the way that she treats me and how it's unacceptable, but she did it anyway. Because once I started really standing in my power, I started sticking up for myself when she would boss me around. Because she's the type of person that she'll just like do anything that she can to get her way. She's kind of like a bully. <laughs> and I know she's going to be mad at me one, one day when she hears this, but I love you. It is what it is. <laughs> I was a bully one time too. <laughs> but she would like bully me into like changing my music like anytime I would play my music and I was driving in my car like she would like yell at me for having my music on and wanting her music on or she would like scream at me for uh, <laughs> scream at me for singing like it embarrassed her and one day I just had enough of it like it's crazy because I used to not be able to stand up for myself I would just let tolerate the abuse and like a year and a half ago I was just like dude like let me live my life. Like, who are you to tell me to not sing? Like, I can do what I want. Like, stop. And I was able to stick up to her before, but I lost sight of that the last year because I was so vulnerable and I felt, like, so sensitive during pregnancy and so vulnerable during becoming a new mother. Like, I knew I had to, like, take a step back but I didn't know how to do that with having a new baby. Like, I really wanted her in my life. I wanted her to watch Titus grow. I wanted her to support me and love me and just be there, be the sister that I needed while I was transitioning into becoming a mother and raising a new baby. Like, it was so hard. But I always had spirit whispering in the back of my mind, the universe, spirit, source, higher self, whatever you want to call it, whatever you want to label it. It was always telling me to cut her out. And shit. <laughs> if you don't listen to that voice, the universe is going to fucking cut out that person anyway. Some way, somehow, it's going to happen. It's going to manifest. And it did. And it hurt. <laughs> and I'm still healing from it. I'm not healed yet. But I'm still 
talking and communicating with that inner child every time that it does surface, every time I do feel those feelings, I allow myself to cry. I allow myself to feel that heartbreak. And it's, these thoughts have been popping in like every day. Like the other night I was having like a breakdown while I was taking a bath because I just thought about how much Titus is going to grow within the next year and she's not going to be there to like see that to witness that and it hurts like I'm even tearing up about it right now but I know that I'm going to get through this I know I have that higher state of awareness like I really just want to like explain that like just like connecting to that version of yourself that adult version that future version of you that's the version of you that you want to connect with and receive the answers from because they're going to lead the way lead the way to your truth lead the way to your highest purpose but you have to work with that inner child to get there you still have to allow yourself to feel the dense emotions it's funny because i've been doing the inner child work for almost four years now And I still sometimes forget to work with that part of myself to go back to those timelines and collect the wounded fragments of myself that are left behind. That's what the inner child work is. So what happens when you experience trauma or any kind of strong, emotionally charged experience? It fragments your being. It splits your consciousness and leaves those parts of yourself behind in those timelines back in the past so when you get triggered in the present day in the present moment a version of yourself stuck in the past is what's hurting it's reminding them of the wound that they experienced so that's why when people get triggered like that it's like they have this drastic mood change because there's a part of them that's triggered a part of them that's wounded still still stuck in that timeline And when you do the inner child work, you have to reflect back on the past. You have to connect with that wounded child that experienced that kind of trauma. You walk them through the the process of what they experienced. You be that strong, nurturing adult that they needed during that time. And you support them. And you let them know that they're not alone. You let them know that it's okay to be hurt. But it's going to be okay. And that's what so many of us didn't have when we experienced trauma or any kind of experience that got a strong emotional reaction out of us. We didn't have anyone to talk to. And that's why we're still wounded because we just need to give ourselves the space to feel the hurt. But so many of us are just programmed to just shut down our emotions, to repress it. To tell ourselves that it's not okay to feel hurt or sad or to feel like they can't talk to anyone about it. And then that energy gets repressed into the being. Which, of course, it becomes triggered and that's what happens. That energy still exists because that version of you is still stuck in the past. And it's dead weight. It's holding you back. And that's what I forgot to do is when this happened with my sister... I forgot to go back or to connect with the inner child within and to go back to the past when 
these wounds developed because this is something that happened to me when I was like eight years old. I started to feel really hurt when my parents just pretty much, it felt like they pushed me to the side. It just felt like they loved her so much more. They cherished her so much more. They treated her so much better. My mom and her had a really, really deep relationship. And my dad really loved her too because he was the younger child and he was bullied by his brother and he like always stuck up for her. So I just felt really alone. And I felt like I just didn't belong in the family. I felt like a black sheep. And I just remember feeling really depressed all the time at that age. I felt like I didn't matter. And of course, that experience like re-manifested into my life to... Right, to remind me to heal that part of myself, that loneliness, the sense of not belonging to a family. When my sister cut me out and she began to have that really, really strong relationship with my mother again and my dad because she didn't have that for like 10 years. She hated them. And it was just like, I guess it was kind of satisfying for me that she didn't have that connection with them anymore. But Now she does. And of course, when she cut me out and I witnessed her having that connection with them, it triggered me. So the practice that I utilized to get myself through that was just kind of sitting in a meditation, a meditative state and connecting to my heart space. So what I do is I I place my hand on my heart and I focus my awareness onto that area and I walk myself the process of the memories I experienced as a child so I will say like it's safe to come out inner child please show me what this experience is meant to teach me and then in the meditation I'm brought back to the memories that I went through as a child where I felt loneliness so I felt like I didn't belong in the family so I was like I'm like watching a movie a movie in my meditation of like what I went through as a child like sitting in the corner crying because my mom and dad were like loving on my sister or something to of that nature or me getting yelled at for accidentally like hurting my sister and then them like sticking up for her when it was just an accident and I was hurt too so that was like a memory that surfaced during a meditation and I rewatched that like emotionally charged experience and then I, I entered, the adult version of me entered into that meditation. And I walked my inner child through the process. We, we watched the memory together. And then afterwards, I walked up to my inner child and gave her a hug. And I let her know that it was okay to feel sad. And I talked to her about how lonely she was feeling and how she didn't belong. And I made her feel safe again. I let her know that although she may be feeling alone, that she always has the connection to herself. And that's the most important relationship or connection that she needs, is that connection to her. And I talked to her about her journey of where she's going to be in life and how much she's going to accomplish. And this is so small right now compared to what she's going to experience in the future. The good things that she's going to experience in the future. And in the meditation, she smiled. And then I hugged her again. And 
I witnessed the two of us merging. So the adult version of myself merging with the child version of myself into my heart. And that's how I integrate the pieces of my fragmented being into wholeness. And that's what led me to understanding why I was becoming so triggered. So that was the work I did before I started talking to my inner child when she was fragmented or when she was triggered when this weekend. I had to have that understanding as to why she felt so wounded, why she felt so hurt. And of course, after that meditation, I explored the roots of my pattern of not feeling like I belong anywhere. I never felt like I belonged in society. I always felt like I was different. And I never understood why until that meditation. I realized that I never felt like I belonged anywhere because I didn't feel like I belonged in my family. I always felt so different. I didn't understand why my parents loved her more than me. And maybe that was just an illusion. Maybe they did love me the same, but it didn't feel that way. And I'm really energetically sensitive to energy. So I knew that I could just feel that they loved her differently. But who knows? Maybe that's just my perception of the experience. But once I was able to have that awareness of where I developed my lack of sense of belonging, I was able to heal that too. And now I just feel like a huge weight was just lifted off of my shoulders. Like I feel like I belong in the world again. (laughs) Like it's crazy. The inner child work is so intense and crazy. That's why it's so, it's like crazy is in like a good way. Like it's so cool that you're able to heal every single wound, every single toxic pattern, toxic belief, limiting belief. It's all tied back to our childhood. Because we experience these traumatic events, these devastating heartbreak, whatever it is that hurts you, it alters our perception of reality. And it creates the way we view reality forever. It creates our subconscious patterns, our subconscious habits. And the only way to rewrite these subconscious patterns is by going back and connecting to the root of where these patterns existed where these wounds were formed, where these limiting beliefs were formed. Connecting back to that inner child, understanding how that pattern was shaped, that belief was shaped, healing it, and then releasing the dense energy that was accumulated due to the trauma, which allows you to make space for healthy patterns, for healthy coping mechanisms, for healthy beliefs about yourself. So that's what got me into the work that I do now. I do inner child healing. I call myself an inner child specialist because I've been studying the inner child work for four years and I've been working visually on myself and all my clients and studying everyone around me. And I really feel like I'm an expert at this point of it because I've learned so much through meditation to heal myself. And if you knew the person that I was before, then you know how much I've changed. And it's through this inner child work. So if you guys are interested in possibly work healing your inner child, 
feel free to connect with me. My website is themagicmirror.com. And I offer healing calls where I guide you through an inner child meditation. If you have any kind of limiting belief, toxic pattern, toxic relationship, toxic anything that isn't serving you in your life and you don't know how to change, we can pinpoint the root of it and see how the pattern developed and manifested into your reality through this work and heal it and reprogram your being to have healthy patterns. Because your inner world is a reflection of your external world. Whatever wounds that you have remaining within you are going to project into your reality over and over and over and over again until you heal. And the more that you start healing the wounds within, it's going to start projecting into your external reality. And you're going to start experiencing the bliss, the joy, the happiness, the life of your dreams, the more that you heal. That's why this work is so important. It'll change your world. And I am still on this healing journey, but I can reassure I can assure you that my life is so beautiful. I am, I experience joy on a day-to-day basis. I explore. I mean, I have peace of mind, and I didn't have that before. I still explore my triggers. I still am a human. I'm an imperfect being. I still have bad days sometimes. And that's normal. But it isn't a day-to-day sadness where I feel the need to cover up my emotions with alcohol or weed or whatever it was to just get through the way I was feeling. I used to want to die every single day of my life. I was miserable. I never thought I was going to be happy. I never thought I was going to have the life that I have now. During the time. During that low state. But this inner child work is what brought me to the... It's what shaped me into the person that I am today. Like, I really... I'm on the life... I'm on the path of living the life of my dreams. I feel like I'm already living my best life. But I know it can get better. (laughs) And it is getting better. And I want you to have that too. So, thank you so much for listening to this episode, and I really hope that you've learned something. And if you have any questions about the inner child work, or you're just curious about it, reach out to me. Magicmirror.com, I'm on the Magic Mirror on Twitter, and the Magic Mirror on Instagram, just reach out. I'm here. I'm here to support you. I'm here to love you. I'm here to show you how to live the life of your dreams because you deserve it. We all do. All right. I'll see you next time. Thank you. Have a beautiful, beautiful week. You deserve it.